Hey, what's going on, guys? Today's show is brought to you by our dear, dear, dear friends at Lorenzotti, Italy. You guys know them well by now. And if you haven't tried their premium Italian coffee, I don't know what you're waiting for. Who doesn't want premium coffee delivered right to their door so that they can pretend in these days of the COVID lockdown that they're sitting in the rolling hills of Tuscany enjoying a delicious cup of coffee, maybe even brewed in some professional brewing uh, coffee brewing equipment supplied by Lorenzotti Coffee. So if that sounds good to you, do yourself a favor, go to lorenzotti.coffee and use my promo code FICTION so they know that I sent you and you can get 10% off your order. That is lorenzotti.coffee, L-O-R, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I.coffee, promo code FICTION for 10% off. Get your days started right with a cup of coffee that tastes like freedom. Go to lorenzotti.coffee, promo code FICTION. All right, let's start the show. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Peddling Fiction. You all know me. I am your host, your fearless leader, the one and only voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny the Gentile Profita. Hope everyone's doing well today. I just got done recording an interview with somebody I think you guys are going to really enjoy. You probably won't know him by name, but he is bringing lawsuits against the state of Arizona for all of these unconstitutional lockdown and face mask mandates that have been going through. So he has been grinding this out for almost a year now. And that episode will drop next week, early next week, probably Monday or Tuesday. And hopefully you guys are getting it have had a chance. If not, you will soon listen to the, the Bitcoin interview I did with Alan Stevo. I, I really enjoy talking to him, but I felt like I needed to turn the microphones on to just address the historic craziness that's been taking place the last couple of days. And if you can hear the construction going on behind me, I, I apologize. They are drilling and sawing and hammering away as usual during the day here, but I just don't have another time in the next uh, day or so to do a podcast. So so hopefully I'm the only one that's bothered and distracted by all of this. Maybe I can clean it up in post. I don't know. But it was now or never, um, or you guys were just going to get a, another interview episode after that. And I didn't really want to pass up an opportunity to comment on the first time in history a president has been impeached twice and twice for some fairly bullshit reasons, if you ask me. 
but we'll we'll get into all of that and the purge that has been taking place all over the internet and social media, including Donald Trump. I mean, this has been some really incredible, uh, a really incredible couple of days have really transpired. The uh, I almost don't know where to start with everything, but you had Donald Trump removed from. Well, let's back up. So we had so last week they did the official vote count for the Electoral College on the 6th, right? And there were a, a bunch of Trump supporters that were that had a rally or whatever and they marched to the Capitol building and then they invaded the Capitol building. And I believe it was while Donald Trump was still giving a, a speech or something like that, they actually invaded. So I don't know how they can really blame him for inciting this riot. I mean, that like I still haven't heard anything. And grant, like maybe my me, me being down here in, in Mexico has prevented me from seeing some of the the coverage of this. But I've looked around and I've listened, and I didn't hear him say anything as explicit as like go storm the Capitol building. However, he has been telling all of his supporters that the election was rigged, that they stole this election from us and you need to, you know, uh, march on Washington and fight for me and things like that. So I suppose that could be interpreted as go uh, break into a government building and, um, I don't know, mess around with all the stuff in their offices and steal the podium and things like that. (laughs) And apparently that gets billed as a coup a government takeover to install a dictator, but uh, it, it really is just unbelievable. I know I covered a lot of this on, on the last episode that I recorded uh, just after these uh, events took place, but I, I just can't get over the the level of hypocrisy and just sheer sheer mental gymnastics that people must be doing to condemn this sort of behavior. I mean, there are people, politicians, everyday Americans, that were 100% on board, said nothing to condemn months and months of violent, far more violent riots than what took place last week. I mean, we're talking about burning buildings, burning government buildings, raiding police stations, killing police officers, killing everyday uh, average Americans who had nothing to do with anything, cracking people over the heads with two-by-fours, soccer-kicking them in the fucking heads, curb-stomping them, uh, shooting them, stabbing them, um, you name it, it was done. And those were, you know, mostly peaceful protests, according to the media, as cities burned to the ground in their back in the backdrop of their coverage of this. There are still, I, I believe to this day, businesses in Chicago on Michigan Avenue that were boarded up. People were driving U-Haul trucks into storefronts, dri- driving right through the fucking front of the store, knocking out the windows and, and stealing everything they could. I mean, that was perfectly fine in the minds of everybody. And marching against the, against the, you know, fuck the police, all that shit, which, you know, I, I get it. I get it. Um, there was never any 
sympathy expressed toward uh you know from the left or democrats or politicians for for the police for the businesses that were being fucking destroyed for the innocent lives that were being destroyed i mean vir- virtually nobody was speaking out against this in the mainstream because you know it was under the umbrella of black lives matter and racism and so we can't condemn any behavior that's that's put forth in the name of racism now can we because it's just such an important um, topic right it, it's such a, a vital aspect of society that no amount of uh, violence or malfeasance is considered wrong is is not justified because racism <laughs> okay okay and now those same people are up in arms just pearl clutching to to the nth degree because uh, a bunch of Trump supporters got together and, and stormed the Capitol building. And from what I could tell, uh, it, it, if there was a term for mostly, or if there was an example of mostly peaceful protests, I got to say, that comes a lot closer to mostly peaceful than the shit I saw going on for like six months in every city across the fucking country. I mean, I, I've heard, I guess, since um, the initial day of, of mayhem or whatever, that there were some people that had like handcuffs or zip ties or something, and they were going around looking for politicians allegedly or or whatever okay but did anybody get cracked over the fucking head with a two by four did they shoot anybody did they stab anybody um did they light anything on fire did they destroy uh, uh an entire building business anything like that or did they just cause like some damage to a government building I know one of the Trump supporters was shot as she was climbing through a doorway for practically no reason. I mean, there was uh, at least 10 other ways you could handle that situation other than shooting her point blank in the throat. There were cops right behind her that could have stopped it. I mean, this whole thing was really bizarre. But I I think four or five people did die as a result of this. Um, I I still don't have all the details around the, the four or five deaths that took place. Other than that gunshot, which I saw the video of, which was pretty um, graphic and and you know kind of horrifying, but I think somebody got trampled to death, and um, one uh, Capitol Hill officer died after the fact. And the last thing I read on that was there's still no evidence that he was like in an altercation that led to his death, that he died for other medical reasons, according to the family. And that was like an ABC news article I came across. So it, it's still not even official. It still hasn't been determined as far as I know that he died as a result of some violent attack during these riots. That of course hasn't stopped every fucking pussy politician from jumping on this and, and clutching their pearls and using it as an excuse for everything they've already wanted to do. And this is the nature of government. This is how they fucking operate. And the number of people that are are supporting this is just, how do you guys like sleep at night with such uh, contradictions in your daily lives? I mean, really, what, what, like, we're clutching our pearls because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was scared for a couple hours. Politicians should be scared, first of all. Maybe not of like 
a violent mob running into their offices and killing them or something like that. But they should be afraid of the American people. And because we should be holding them accountable, throwing at the very least, throwing them out of office. Now, I think almost all of these politicians should be fucking thrown in a cage the way they they throw everybody else in a cage and tried for tried for war crimes uh, the, the the things that they want to you know impeach and imprison Donald Trump for could easily be applied uh, plus you know 10 15 other infractions that were far more worse than anything he's done to Barack Obama George Bush Bill Clinton George Bush again uh, I, every president in my lifetime every president you could you know in the in the modern era for sure and all of these politicians who were involved in all of these decisions to get us into the longest wars in American history, lying us into wars, instituting torture. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. And why does anybody give a rip about these politicians? I mean, really, who, who cares? I mean, I, do, I want, do I want any of them to, to be uh, killed by a violent mob? No, no. But I mean, the, the fact that they had to lock down for a little bit while these guys ran in there and, and trashed their offices and took selfies, like, oh, okay, <laughs> cry me a fucking river. That is like, dude, they have no fucking idea. They are so removed from reality as to what the rest of the American people have been going through, what they've put them through, what the, these politicians have done to hundreds of millions of Americans, let alone the millions of people they've killed overseas. They got all that, all that blood uh, on their hands. But just during the last year of COVID lockdowns, destroying businesses, destroying people's lives, their relationships, their everything. And they, so for a few hours, they had to, to barricade with, uh, um, in there, wherever they were, you know, or evacuate the Capitol building. And they were scared. Okay, Uh, uh, cry me a fucking river. How about that? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I've seen like 50 videos of her going ham on everybody because she feared for her life. Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. Hey guys, let's take a quick break and thank one of our other sponsors for today's show. And you know them well as Zipix Toothpicks. Guys, this is the perfect alternative for all you smokers out there. They are nicotine-infused flavored toothpicks that you can enjoy and get your nicotine fix from anywhere in the in the country, wherever you are. Doesn't matter if you're inside, outside, in a non-smoking area, in a smoking area, with a hot date, doesn't matter. You could pop this toothpick in, chew on it a little bit, get that oral fixation that, that some of us need, and also get your nicotine fix at the same time. And nobody's none the wiser. They come in six great different flavors. They got a variety uh, for you to choose from. Or you can get the ultimate flavor pack sent directly to you. They're cheaper than any of the over-the-counter nicotine alternatives. The gum, the patch, the uh, chewing tobacco, what, whatever it is. These are going to be cheaper and cleaner than a lot of those other ones. And just more convenient. I mean, how how much easier can it get to just pop a toothpick in your mouth for a couple of minutes to get to get your craving satisfied. I can't think of a, a better way of doing that. So go to zippixtoothpicks.com. That's Z as in zebra, I-P-P-I-X, 
fiction.com. Use my promo code fiction for 10% off your order and you can start curbing those nicotine cravings without smoking, without chomping on some gum, without having a big wad of chewing tobacco in your cheek. All you got to do is go to zippixtoothpicks.com, use my promo code fiction so they know I sent you and you can pop a toothpick in your mouth whenever you need it to satisfy those cravings. So make sure you go and do that right now. All right, let's get back into the show. And why are all of these people that are so up in art, like this was the attack of um, the ages, right? Because we, uh, they stormed the, the sacred ground of our government institution, the Capitol building. This is like, goes right into the, the whole religion of the state. Right, because this was like holy sacred ground where they hold all their bullshit fucking hearings, and this is where they pass their ten thousand page bills that nobody ever read, and this is how where they go to you know decide how they're going to rule over all of us for the rest of our lives, and what sort of uh, ridiculous restrictions they're going to put on our daily lives. This so uh, this apparently is like a, a no go for half the country. Some of these establishment Republicans who, you know, hate Donald Trump are are taking the side of the Democrats, all the Democrats, obviously. Um, and then just everybody on that side of the, the political spectrum are all up in arms over this riot into the Capitol building. And these are the same people that in the same breath will tell you, or in the next breath, We'll, we'll tell you, we'll talk your ear off about how evil America is and the, the white supremacist government and they've been oppressing all the uh, uh, minorities and everything like that. And this is um, a white supremacist government, patriarchy, white supremacist, racist police officers that, that are gunning down black people in the street, you know, all of this stuff. And then... Um, Apparently, a bunch of white supremacist rioters go into the white supremacist building and uh, and one of the white supremacist police officers gets killed, allegedly in an altercation. And this is just like the the be all end all, the most horrific thing we've ever seen. And now Donald Trump must be removed from office. And who knows what we're going to do with all these people that storm the Capitol building? I mean, they they've already come after a lot of these, uh, a lot of the people that were like famously captured on tape or in pictures, they're being arrested. And I, I mentioned that on the last podcast. Like, I don't know what these idiots are thinking, storming the Capitol building and then doing that and not having a fucking mask on. Like, what are you fucking thinking? You don't think they're going to come after you for this? I mean, yeah, sure. They didn't give a shit about anybody that was rioting, that was taking down uh, a small business or raiding Nike Town on Michigan Avenue. They don't give a fuck about that. They don't care if they go to your neighborhood and they bust down some windows or they crack somebody over the head of a two-by-four. I haven't heard of anybody uh, being really uh, arrested retroactively for that. But, but man, yeah, they're they're really showing what they are capable of doing, aren't they? If they really want to, if they really want to come after you, they can, and they won't unless they feel threatened. And now that the politicians, now that the fight had been taken onto their territory and their lives were in danger, oh, well, now it's a horse of a different color, isn't it? Now we're going to um, 
we're, we're going to really uh, make an example of these people. This is these riots and this violence is horrific. It's like the most evil thing ever. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they didn't have a fucking word to say when the rest of the country was burning to the ground. That, that shit just drives me crazy. And like I said, if, if you're more upset about what happened at the Capitol building than you were about what happened in your city or a city near you, uh, you're, you're just a bad person. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. There, there's a huge difference as to what actually happened. And you, you're just a bad person. Like, I don't care what your cause is, okay? I don't care how great your cause is. If you go around burning innocent people's businesses, killing innocent people, destroying their prop, private property of innocent people, you're a bad person. And if you're not going to stand up against that, you're a bad person too. Um, and, and then go, go and stand up for an attack on a government building? Like, who the fuck cares about government buildings? <laughs> I mean, they nobody seemed to care. These same people never seemed to care when statues were being ripped down. Oh, no, of course not. Those were testaments to slavery, right? Well, what, the Capitol building isn't? Was the Capitol building built by slaves? I bet, I bet there were some slaves that worked on it. I don't know for a fact. But what about the White House? What if they had stormed the White House? Like, what if when once Joe Biden gets in, inaugurated and he's in the White House and they storm the White House? I mean, that was built by slaves. You guys going to have the same reverence for for the, the racist, white supremacist White House? I mean, this is all just so ridiculous. How do you square that circle? I mean, none of you cared when they raided the, that police building. What was it, in Baltimore or something like that? When they raided that police station, that was a government building. That was a police station. And now all of a sudden, all of these people who are, were in, like 100% on board with Black Lives Matter, even people from Black Lives Matter are tweeting about like horrible treatment of Capitol Police officers. And I just, how, what the hell is going on here? This is like the bizarro world. It really is just unbelievable. I mean, this institution... And the enforcers of this institution that they have so much contempt for, open contempt every other day of the week uh, that Trump supporters aren't showing contempt for it. They, they will talk to their blue in the face about how much they hate police, how uh, the, the U.S. government, like all of America was founded on, you know, conquest and, the, and all these like Republican uh, congressmen and, and senators and everything are, are horrible people that should be attacked. <laughs> and it's fine when they do the attacking. It's fine when they attack fucking Rand Paul. They accost him and his wife in the street. It's fine when they uh, storm into to restaurants and get in their face. It's fine when uh, Rand Paul's neighbor fucking jacks him up and beats the bejesus out of him. That's cool. That's cool. But... um. It's not cool all of a sudden if Trump supporters are trying to do it. And nobody was, there was not one politician that got a finger laid on them. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. This was not a coup. This is a bunch of fucking idiots storming a building and taking selfies for 90, like 95% of it. That, as far as I could tell, that's what it was. And um, the idea that this is something that we should all be freaking out about is is really just insane to me. But that all being said, the uh, this was the opening. Like I, I feel like Trump supporters really got baited into this and they took the fucking bait. Now, I don't know if they intentionally 
uh, sort of let the, let the guard down at the Capitol building so that they could orchestrate this whole thing. I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> it's it certainly seemed awfully easy to get in there, but more more often than not, more likely. It's just the the old um, Rahm Emanuel never let a, a crisis go to waste thing. And this gave them everything, every excuse they needed to brand Donald Trump as you know, inciting this violence, to brand every Trump supporter as a racist, white supremacist, Nazi, Klansman, hell-bent on overthrowing the government. And once once you give them that opening, they're going to fucking exploit it and they're going to blow. It could have been a, it was like a little pinhole. Right. And they're going to blow that thing wide, so wide open, you could drive a fucking semi truck through it. And this is we're seeing this play out right now. They've used it to impeach Donald Trump a week before he gets out of office a week. Like what what the fuck? What is the point of that? What is the point other than to as like some uh, symbolic gesture as a big F you out the door? I, I mean, I don't understand what the uh, what the end game here is. I mean, Donald Trump came out after these uh, after this riot in the Capitol building and he completely threw his supporters under the bus. And I ta- before he did this, I, I talked about it on the show. I don't know what these idiots were thinking. These dumbass fucking rioters storming that building for Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't give a fuck about you. None of these politicians give a fuck about you. They care about themselves. They care about themselves. And as soon as they, all these Trump supporters put their lives on the line in in retarded fashion, if you ask me, what does Donald Trump come out and do after maybe not uh, directly inciting them to riot, but certainly um, getting them riled up, right? I mean, it's a very fine line between like inciting violence and, and, and being directly responsible for it and just telling people, I mean, like if you're, if you're speaking the truth and people take that truth and do something horrible, knowing that information, I don't see how you hold that person who is just telling people the truth responsible. Now, whether or not Donald Trump is telling the truth about the election, I guess nobody's ever really going to know because no evidence has been uh, really put forth in a court of law to prove without a doubt that the election was rigged or stolen from him or anything like that. But to the best of my knowledge, he never told anybody to go storm a government building or anything like that. But he did. But the things that he was saying, they might justify that sort of reaction. If everything Donald Trump has been saying is true, well, then what what are you supposed to do as a as a Trump supporter? Maybe uh, maybe that does justify storming a government building and, and rioting or whatever. I don't I don't know. These are I guess these are questions we have to ask ourselves. But that is a very, very slippery slope to go down because, I mean, anything that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has said, uh, fucking Joe Biden, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Nancy Pelosi, anything that they were saying leading up to those Black Lives Rally things about, you know, how uh, we live in a racist society and... Uh, the cops are, are gunning down, like hunting down and shooting black people in the streets. I mean, that wouldn't, that's 
akin to anything Donald Trump would have said to his supporters and probably even more um, more inflammatory and more hyperbolic, I should say. And are, are any of them being blamed for, for inciting those riots or anything like that? No, no, of course not, because n- nobody cares about those riots or anything like that. This was, once you bring the, the fight to the government doorstep, look out. And anybody cheering on the government reaction to this uh, uh, should be should be very wary of of what lies ahead for them because this was not I, I don't know when this transition took place but in America government was supposed to be like a necessary evil okay it's like yeah we don't want this we understand that this is um, eh, inherently wrong and can really lead to some big problems. But in these few areas, we need a government for X, Y, and Z, right? Some, something to that effect. It was never supposed to be this rah, rah, we love government. We need government to do everything for us. Let's cheer on all these politicians. Let's make sure that nothing bad ever happens to like... America was founded on revolting against an oppressive government. And as far as America goes... Uh, the there has never been a time in American history where the government was more oppressive than it is today. I mean, we would be lucky to live to be living under the reign of King George uh, at this point. We we've never seen a government this oppressive, and it's only going to get worse. Man, all of you people who are condemning, you know, charging a, a government building and equating it with treason or uh, insurrection that they want to use the the sedition act against all these people and, and throw them in in a cage for the rest of their lives or whatever 25 years i forget what the what the exact uh, charge is but you better be very careful what what you uh, allow the government to get away with here and what what you cheer on because you you set the president and they can if they can do this to to the president the sitting president of the United States and they can brand uh what 70 was it 75 74 or 5 million people that voted for Trump they they all get branded uh domestic terrorists which is there's calls for that now uh simply because a, a few thousand people go and storm a government building man Man, look out because the powers that we've allowed them to take after they label somebody a domestic terrorist, they can they can do that to anybody. And th- this whole thing, any any sort of excuse that you give them to exploit, they will take it. And they will they will bring you down, baby. They will bring you down to Chinatown. And Donald Trump's getting a getting an ass full of that right now, and a lot of these Trump supporters are going to get uh an ass full of it too. And it's all fun and games. You know, it's, it's, oh, ha ha. Look at these, uh, these idiots getting, getting what's coming to them for, for doing whatever. But yeah, it's, it's always funny when it's, it's happening to somebody else, somebody that you don't like, somebody that you don't agree with ideologically. And it's not so funny when, the the weapons of government get turned around on you. And it's only a matter of time because eventually somebody is going to come into power that uh, disagrees with you ideologically. I mean, unless this whole thing falls apart, which hopefully it will soon and we just go our separate ways. But uh, it's only a matter of time before the other party gets into power and now you're guilty of wrong think or whatever. Maybe you you think you're, you're justified 
in rioting or protesting, but they're, they're going to disagree. And the, um, the verdict on that goes to the victor. And it's going to be very hard to overthrow the, uh, the world's most powerful government, especially after Biden and Harris get done shredding up what's left of the Second Amendment, taking away your, your gun. I mean, they're going to use this, this whole, this one incident, this one storming of the Capitol building where the only people that got hurt were the ones that were doing the storming. I mean, four out of five of the people, and maybe that fifth person wasn't died. It wasn't even um, related to what was going on. He could have died of some other underlying medical condition or something like that. Four of the five people that died were the ones that were storming the building. Um, so practically nothing. Yeah, uh, their their offices got trashed. The, they, the government got embarrassed. Okay, the politicians were scared for a while. O- okay, uh, Nancy Pelosi lost her podium. <laughs> All right. Uh, It's all still pretty funny to me. Hey, guys, let's take a quick second and thank another sponsor for today's show. And that is the Lucky Guy Bakery bringing you some homemade, handcrafted, delicious brownies made with the freshest ingredients, all real, all natural ingredients. And they're not too chocolate. They're not too sweet. They're not too salty. They're just chocolatey and delicious. They've got the original one, which I really enjoyed. They have a brownie for just about everybody. If you're vegan, they got you covered. If you're gluten-free, they got you covered. If you like peanut butter or oatmeal, they got you covered. So go to theluckyguybakery.com. Use my promo code PF20. That's P as in Paul, F as in fiction, 20 for 20% off your order. You can get a customized box of these sent to you or somebody you care about or maybe that significant other you got coming up on February 13th. All you uh, gentlemen out there, I know we got a lot of guys that listen to this show, always trying to figure out what to get your girl for Valentine's Day. Get her some brownies. Go to LuckyGuyBakery.com. Use promo code PF20 so they know I sent you. And you will be making her a very happy lady. And you can have some for yourself, too. I mean, forget about flowers. Forget about all that girly crap that none of us can use. This is perfect. It's the best of both worlds. Get her a brownie. Get yourself a brownie. Uh, get, you know, get a few. And you got dessert covered for a few days. She'll give you some good loving on Valentine's Day for making her happy. We know how much the ladies love the chocolate. So go to luckyguybakery.com and use my promo code. You'll get 20% off. And they just make great gifts. You get a customized little personal note written with every order. And the, the packaging is great. I mean, it's a, it's a great little company. They're a fan of the show. They're, they're liberty-minded entrepreneurs. It's the best of both worlds. So go to luckyguybakery.com, order up a bunch of brownies, and start dishing them out. They're going to use this one incident as uh, a, cat- a catalyst for everything that they've wanted to do to take away all of our rights. I mean, what, what's left of them, right? They're going to use it to, to impeach Trump. Well, they did use it to impeach Trump. They're going to use it to go after dissident voices. They're going to use it to silence everybody that, they, that doesn't agree with uh, the mainstream narrative on social media. We saw Ron Paul. Ron fucking Paul get uh, deep was a deep platform from Facebook for violating their community standards with no explanation. I mean, Ron Paul, Ron Paul doesn't have a mean 
bone in his body. He's the nicest, most uh, inoffensive old man you will ever see in your life. He has never violated anybody's fucking standards, let alone Facebook. And they they took him down. I mean, this is uh, this was this all goes back, and we talked about this when they first did the the banning of Alex Jones. They go after the crazy first, the craziest one they could think of, and it's a trial balloon. And we let them fucking do it then, and now they're coming after everybody. Ron Paul, uh, Ron fucking Paul can't can uh, have a Facebook account. Um, there's been a huge purge in Twitter. I, I've lost, um, I mean, not a ton of Twitter followers, but I didn't have a ton to begin with. I probably lost like 40 or 50 Twitter followers, but percentage wise, that's a, that's a significant amount. And people with larger accounts are losing thousands. Um, people are just being removed from these platforms. Um, Donald Trump has been banned from just about like anything that you could think of, which, which is like kind of fucking hilarious. Facebook, Twitter, Google, Spotify, Snapchat, Instagram, Shopify, Reddit, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest. I think the list goes on and on, but like Pinterest, I'm going to ban Donald Trump from, I don't even know how to use Pinterest. I've tried, like sometimes I'll do a search and all this Pinterest shit will come up and I'll try to click on something and it just never worked. I don't, whatever. But what the hell is he going to do on Pinterest and Spotify? Like, listen to music? Oh, no. But he's been banned from everything. They've got uh, Deutsche Bank came out and said they're not going to do business with him. The de Blasio says the New York is severing all of the contracts they had with him. And they can do that. Um, they can do that with anybody. I mean, they can do it. Donald Trump, it's, it's much easier to do it to, to you and me. And, that, and that's in the private sector, which is something that uh, libertarians are going to have to come up with a, a more satisfying answer for, in my opinion, because, I mean, yeah, most of these um, big tech companies are working in cahoots with the government. I don't think you could really call them private companies at this point. It's that the worst of both worlds, it's like the Federal Reserve where you get this public-private partnership, and this is the kind of shit that happens. And I don't know if they're they're getting their marching orders from politicians or they're just they just line up ideologically. So everything just sort of all the incentives just line up for them to do uh, this sort of thing. We even saw that um, Parler got taken off of Amazon servers. So, I mean, this is these couple. I mean, they basically have uh, a, a manufactured monopoly on a lot of these Internet services and they're going to make it very difficult for uh, dissident voices to to make an impact. Donald Trump coming to power, it, they are going to make sure that Donald Trump, a Donald Trump coming to power can never happen again. And what I and I don't just mean somebody that lines up ideologically with Donald Trump. I mean, I don't even know how you define him ideologically really because he doesn't really have an ideology he just does a bunch of random shit that he thinks is a good idea but um anybody who is not from the uh the political class who has not been approved by the state who has not been approved by the cathedral who um any outsider any political outsider trying to rise to power to maybe uh, roll back government a little bit, they're going to be stopped before they even get started. They're going to be deplatformed before they can make a difference, before they can get their name out there. And the 
the uh, the government already has the the things in place to do exactly what they did to to Donald Trump, manufacture a, a bullshit you know Russia collusion thing, box you into uh, the first three years of your presidency so you can't do anything, and then um, impeach you for trumped up charges, uh, pun intended. And I mean, I don't, I honestly don't. They really could have just let. Donald Trump limp out of office. There's one week left. What are they fucking? They, they are hell bent on pinning Americans against each other. They all talk till they're blue in the face about unity and bringing back a, a, the soul of America and coming together and all this shit. And then they pull this and then they pull an impeachment with a week left uh, before he leaves office. Like, and as if they don't have anything else they could be working on, by the way. Uh, it's not like they just spent, was it not eight, seven, eight months coming up with a, a $600 stimulus package for American people while they're giving away billions of dollars to other countries? The whole thing is just fucking infuriating. But like, why are they, why are they backing these, um, like Trump supporters or Trump into a corner. I mean, Trump already, as I said, bent a knee, threw his supporters under the bus twice now. I think he's come out twice and just condemned everything that all of his supporters were doing, which got to make you feel pretty good as a Trump supporter, doesn't it? Knowing that uh, Donald Trump had your back for all of two fucking seconds. But what are they, what are they, they are, they're doing it again is what they're doing. They are trying to instigate insurrection. I mean, they, you ask me, they're as guilty, if not guiltier, of um, instigating an insurrection on the Capitol than as Donald Trump was. Because when you go after, punitively go after their guy, right, with this impeachment thing, when you could have just let him walk out of office, tail between the legs, a fucking loser, you didn't have to impeach him, you didn't have to rile up his supporters anymore, I mean, this just proves everything that they believe, that the fix was in, that you guys are out to get him, hell or high water, you will, you'll come up with trumped up charges and, and impeach him for anything, uh, even when you don't have to, what, what do you think they're going to do now? You think they're just going to take this lying down? You don't think that's, I mean, they were already upset about the election thing, and now you're uh, trying to impeach and remove him from all, you tried to get them to invoke the 25th Amendment before that. It's just, it's petty political bullshit. I don't know, it just seems like a, a really bad idea if if your intentions were to, you know, sow the seeds of, of peace and unity among the American people and not just spit in the face of like 74 million people that, that voted for Trump and the, and the what 60 some odd million that voted for him the first time by trying to remove him from office a week or two before he was going to leave anyway, before he already said, he already conceded after the January 6th thing that he was going to leave. There weren't going to be any fucking problems. As I fucking told everybody all along, he was never going to stay in office and like become this dictator or whatever. There was never any indication of that. There was just Trump derangement syndrome run amok. I mean, he didn't even he didn't even go after the the people that went after him, right? He was under like a bullshit investigation for 3 years. Did any of the people that spied on his campaign, any of the people that fabricated evidence, fabricated um 
fabricated evidence to the FISA court, lied to the FISA courts, lied to Congress, lied to the FBI, any, any of those people that went after Trump, uh, the dictator, Trump, the evil Nazi dictator, did any of them face any repercussions from Donald Trump? Uh, no. Did he go at, like a real dictator would have those people fucking wiped out. Like they, you'd see, it would be like the Stalin pictures where people are just disappearing, right? From like in the picture every, uh, every like six months or something. But uh, anyway, I don't know. I'm just rambling here. All right, let's take a quick break and thank one of our other sponsors for today's show. And that is Photo IQ. Guys, you know, I've been talking about them for a while. And I've also been talking about building your human capital, investing in yourselves, learning new skills. And I know all of you guys think you take good pictures. Listen, you don't. I've seen your pictures, okay? They, most of them suck, right? Um, some of us have a, a natural born ability, that, that good eye for photography. I'm one of those people. But even I don't know how to take really good pictures. I, I know what makes a good picture. I don't necessarily know how to execute all the time. And that's where Photo IQ comes in. They're going to give you one of the most advanced online photography courses of its kind, like nothing you've ever taken before. They will help you build an, uh, uh, an online portfolio. They'll give you feedback on, on all of your um, all the pictures that you take and everything like that. It's going to be more in-depth than just about any, anything you take up to the college level. Uh, advanced photography courses and it's going to be far less cheaper you don't have to take out any student loans or anything like that you just got to go to photoiq.co and use my promo code fiction you will get 20% off the order so any classes that you order for this guy right now he's giving you 20% off he doubled the discount for 2021 don't miss out on this I don't know how long the 20% is going to last so go and get it now you don't have to take the classes now you can take them whenever you want there's no time restriction on this or anything like that you can take it at your own pace whenever you have time and he'll give you a money back guarantee so you really have nothing to lose go to photoiq.co and use promo code fiction so they know I sent you and you'll get 20% off your order all right, let's get back into the show. They really should have, um, if what they say is true, and this is how one of the reasons why you know it's not, if what they really wanted was unity and less division, they would have just let Donald Trump leave office as every other president leaves office and not done this thing where now we're impeaching him. And even if they were to go through all these impeachment proceedings, they couldn't get him removed from office before he was actually going to leave on his own. So this is all just a bunch of political bullshit designed to piss people off, designed to further divide uh, the nation and make make an example of Donald Trump and, and try to show any future Donald Trumps or future outside political candidates that, hey, if you don't play ball, if you don't go by the, the, the rules that we've established for ourselves, we're going to come after you. And who knows what they, um, if they had to, to uh, go after Trump, what they said to him to get him to really capitulate. Because it's not like Donald Trump to apologize for anything. And man, he came out there and he threw all of his supporters under the bus because in six days, he's gone. He's done. He's not going to have any more power. He's just going to be another fucking uh, American citizen. Maybe the reality of that set in and caught up to him. And he realized that um, 
he better start playing ball or they could they could come after him and and they they probably will try to uh, uh to bring criminal charges and maybe try to get him uh thrown in prison or something like that it wouldn't surprise me the reason they normally don't do that with uh presidents is because all the presidents up until Donald Trump weren't this uh unique evil so to speak right they they claim that Donald Trump is a unique evil He's not like uh, Barack Obama or George Bush or anything like that. And even though George Bush instituted torture and Barack Obama admitted that, once George Bush left office, there was no will, there was no effort to try him for war crimes or anything like that because Barack Obama was doing the same thing. And every president before that were doing the same thing for the most part. But Donald Trump, they can paint him as a unique evil, inciting insurrection and attack on the Capitol and... Um, yeah, so this is a very, very dangerous precedent that's being started. I, I think it's clear that the establishment is very afraid of, of what could happen to them. Like this was the first altercation they had where things got a little too close to home and you can kind of see how afraid they actually are because it's a very thin line between the mob and the political class and every politician's biggest fear is you know, being Gaddafi'd, right? Having an angry mob get a hold of you and drag you through the streets. And so they are going to make an example of this. They are going to try to nip this in the bud. And you're going to see like a full force, a full show of force of the federal government. You know, they're they're bringing in like thousands of troops into the Capitol, uh, into, into D.C. And they got them stationed in the Capitol building. And there's all these pictures of soldiers everywhere with their guns laying around. I, my guess would be that nothing is really going to happen on Inauguration Day. I know there's talk of these like massive armed, like the biggest massive armed protests ever going through D.C. I think this is all bullshit. Usually those when those stories come out, they're like they always um, underperform, they overpromise and underdeliver. But we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. We're getting we're getting very close to flirting with uh, some sort of civil war here. I mean, when you when one side starts talking about putting the other side in re-education camps and labeling them domestic terrorists and uh, purging them from uh, all all aspects of society. And that other side is the the well-armed, tougher portion of society. I don't know. It doesn't look like we're, um, we're headed toward that path of unity and um, peace and prosperity that Joe Biden and company are talking about. Anyway, this, this whole thing did get me sort of thinking about a couple libertarian and cap sort of things, which... I don't know, kind of interesting little thought experiments to go through because that's sort of what we do as as libertarians. But the the one thing is when when and I I know other people have asked this question. I think uh, Dave Smith brought it up a few times uh, on part of the problem, or maybe another uh, yeah podcast he was on or something. But it was just Twitter. I don't know the uh, where is the line? Where is the line where it is justified to storm a government building, right? Like, or uh, uh, revolt against the government uh, violently. Where, wh- what would they have to do to the American people to justify that? And I mean, if you're going to go by the 
the dictionary definition of a terrorist, well, then I suppose they're all t- everybody that stormed the the Capitol building is is a, a terrorist, right? They're using violent means as a way of achieving a political result, right? They wanted to keep Donald Trump in office. And so they broke into a building and destroyed some stuff. You know, it reminds me of the uh, one of my one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was The Rock with Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage, Ed Harris, and Ed Harris is given that speech to the and it's it's right after they take control of Alcatraz and he's given his sort of get ready speech to all his mercenary men, and he he says something like you know make no mistake about it, gentlemen. We are now in harm's way. We will be branded as traitors, most grave charges brought to man or something like that, punishable by death. And a couple hundred years ago, a few men by the name of Washington, Jefferson, and Adams were branded traitors by the British. And today they're called patriots. In time, so shall we. (laughs) And um, it really... It really rings true to this sort of situation because I guarantee you that most of those people storming that um, that Capitol building viewed themselves as patriots. Likewise, for everybody that was uh, protesting racism and and rioting in the, the streets across America, they thought they were being patriotic. But it really depends on who the victor is, right? If we didn't win the Revolutionary War, Washington, Jefferson, Adams, they would have been hung and they would have been traitors forever. Treasonous traitors, right? But since they won, then they're patriots. There's a lot of uh, relevant lines from The Rock now that I think about it. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants, Thomas Jefferson. And patriotism is the virtue of the vicious according to Oscar Wilde. <laughs> God, that was a horrible Sean Connery impression. Who, by the way, was like a political prisoner in that movie. They locked him up. They held him without trial for like 30 years or something like that. Great movie. Great movie. Got to watch that again. Anyway, I have no idea where I was going with that. Except that it does, I just, it does bring up an interesting question, right? At what point do you get, is it justified? Uh, is a violent revolution justified? Now, if, if what Donald Trump was claiming happened, happened, is that justification for a, for a violent overthrow of the government? Not that what those pe- I still don't consider what those uh, idiots were doing a violent overthrow, but let's say they had attempted that, or let's say they attempt that on the, the 20th as the media is trying to convince us is going to happen. Would that be justified? I don't know. These are, these are interesting questions to ask ourselves. But I do, I do know that we should not be shedding any more tears for government property and politicians than we should everyday American citizens who had nothing to do with anything. I mean, at least uh, these politicians have blood on their hands. Uh, they really do. There, there were plenty of innocent Americans that just did nothing wrong other than having a, their own business on the wrong street that... that um, and they ended up meeting a, a very violent death or destruction of their of their livelihood. So, uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let's put this into perspective here. You, you know what else is kind of funny that uh, I, I saw somebody else make this point, but the the idea that uh, the idea of public property 
and that the government works for us and that we are the government and democracy and all that shit, right? Well, if it is public property and in theory, like we we own the government, right? They work for the people. Why why was everybody so upset when all of these Trump supporters went into a public property building that everybody that they themselves owned. I mean, this whole thing just sort of disproves that idea that, that you know, these government buildings are sacred or are they, you know, are they part of, of the people, by the people, for the people, public property? I mean, do we have a right to enter a government building or not? <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's pretty interesting because, uh, you know, if, if it's my property, I can do anything I want with it. I could destroy it if I wanted to. I could vandalize it because it's mine. It just goes to show you how unworkable public property is because if half the public wants to destroy something and half the public doesn't, well, then what do you do? You got a big, got a big issue there. Half the public will be pearl clutching. The other half will be uh, cheering it on. Anyway, um, I thought that was kind of a funny thought. And the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting is we're watching uh, people get deplatformed and sort of Donald Trump is clearly being shunned by large swaths of society, right? He's, he's losing uh, banking business. Like people won't do uh, banking with him. He's not allowed to go to all these, use all these companies or these platforms. He's losing uh, contracts that are, that are being severed. And it does bring an, an interesting question because in an ANCAP society, one of the ways people uh, theorize that some individuals would be punished for violating the rules of society is being ostracized. So let, like people always ask, well, if somebody's going to you know, violate a contract, what are you going to do? And you can sue them and you can come after them, but what if they just won't comply? At what point do you have men with guns come take them and throw them in a cage or something like that? And the argument kind of goes something like, well, we don't necessarily have to do that. We could have them ostracized from society. If the if they breach this contract, right, if they're not a, a man of their word, well, then nobody's going to want to do business with them. And we can essentially do to them what we're doing to Donald Trump right now. And I thought that that's kind of an interesting thing because we're watching people get deplatformed not necessarily Donald Trump but other people are being kicked off of of these platforms they're losing their their ability to earn money like their patreon will shut them down and and twitter and facebook and youtube and all these things and it is kind of a version of that right it is kind of a version of ostracizing them from society the problem is that when you they're they're doing it based on ideology Right. It's because they're guilty of wrong think. And that's where it gets kind of scary. And and it's a very, uh, very delicate situation where it's how do you how do you police when and when not to ostracize people from society? I would think in an ANCAP society, there would be a lot less collusion between companies and you wouldn't just have a lot of these huge mega uh, corporations and like two or three gatekeepers and Google, Amazon, Facebook kind of thing. So I think that there'd be far smaller companies and individuals could make those decisions for themselves. There wouldn't be as much of this like creepy Orwellian collusion where uh, somebody's just deemed uh, deplorable 
and then everybody shuts off shuts off access to society for them. I don't know, something interesting to think about, I guess. But this will bring the whole uh, internet thing, you know, internet as utility or whatever the argument goes to the forefront here. But expect a lot more censorship coming down the pike. I mean, this is the one of the biggest fears I had for from a Biden administration is exactly what we're seeing happen in the the end the last throes of the Trump administration, where they can just come after you. They can you, you disagree with the state. You're a dissident voice. They can, man. They can uh, they can make it so you can't bank. They can make it so you can't um, ha- have a voice in society, in the, the public square, whatever it is. I mean, this is uh, these are very scary things that we should not be cheering on, no matter how you feel about Donald Trump or Trump supporters. You, none of these... Um, you know, none of these people are really being ha- have been convicted of any crimes or anything like that. They would still be considered innocent until proven guilty, and, and they're still being denied a lot of their um, natural rights. So it's um, some some pretty scary stuff going on here. the The last thing you want to do in this situation is give up your right to defend yourself, and I'm I'm sure that will be one of the first things that they come after. And man, I actually tried to buy some some ammo online the other day, and it is like it is like some some calibers are like completely sold out everywhere. I went to like fifteen different fucking websites, and unless you're gonna pay like over a dollar around, you can't get certain like rifle ammo anywhere. It really is uh, really is pretty crazy right now. I don't expect it to get better anytime soon. I still think the most peaceful resolution to all of this is just the the U.S. needs to break up. I don't know why we're, we're still playing this game. I don't know why we're trying to unify and heal. I mean, we have irredeemable differences in this country uh, between Republicans and Democrats are, are polar opposites at this point. And, and libertarians are like, if there's another poll somewhere, that's where we would be because we hate all of these guys. So yeah, we just, we really just need to break up and there are ways of peacefully seceding. I don't know why we're, we're so hell bent on holding together in this abusive relationship. I mean, it's abusive. No matter who's in power, half the country gets abused. And then the, the those that are being abused, like for some reason they want to stay in this relationship, like a, like a battered wife or something like that. It's really bizarre to me. We need to come to terms with the fact that it is fucking over. And this is a failed experiment. It was fun while it lasted. But, you know, you guys did not adhere to those founding documents that you guys swore an oath to uphold and defend. And that, that brought about the, the destruction of the country. Maybe if you had adhered to the original intent of the Constitution and all of that stuff, maybe this could have this could have lasted if we had adhered to sound money as well, which is also in there. But yeah, no, this is this is over. We we're, we are done for here, and it's only a matter of time. And I don't I I think uh, the financial collapse that is come. I mean, they are going to destroy the dollar that is uh that is inevitable what what comes out of that i don't know i, I mean i kind we kind of uh tickled that subject a little bit with alan stevo uh on the last episode i don't think it's going to be a digital currency i am still not sold on on bitcoin or any of those cryptos really 
as um, functioning currencies. But I I appreciate the free market in it. That's for sure. And I, I like the fact that it's decentralized. But the government will destroy the dollar. There will be some very, very serious inflation coming coming your way soon. And I think the, the financial ruin that will um, wipe over this country is going to bring about the, uh, the breakup of, of the 50 states. So um, hopefully it will come as peaceful as possible and with as least pain as possible. But I don't know. I mean, this is just an unworkable relationship and it really needs to end. And I, I got to wrap there, guys. Um, hope everybody has a nice weekend. Have some fun. Get outside if you can, if you're not locked down in one of these uh, um, godforsaken cities. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. Support our sponsors. And if you want to become a supporting listener of the show, oh, did I mention this at the beginning? I don't think I did. Um, I've decided that for supporting listeners, we are going to start a Friday um, happy hour, like a live stream happy hour where we'll, we'll get together, we'll throw back a few cocktails and just shoot the breeze, talk about what, whatever we want, maybe what, what happened this past week or past two weeks. We're going to do it every other week to start out with and, and see how that goes. So the first one is going to be on January 29th. So if you're not a supporter of the show and you want to be a part of these happy hours we're going to have, and I will be at each one, I don't know how long we'll go for, but they'll probably be around like, uh, you know, six o'clock or something like that central time, which is, I think everybody can make, maybe I'll push it back to seven so that people on the West coast can, uh, can attend. I- I'll figure out the time, but it's going to be on the 29th. So you got another, uh, what, two weeks to, to become a supporting listener, go to pedalingfictionpodcast.com, click on the support the show tab there. It can be a one-time donation. It could be a regular donation, but I, I think you can set up something like as little as a dollar a month, and and that would get you into this group. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It, it's something you know, a way for us to to connect and 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 uh, I don't know, get to know each other a little better, have some fun, and also all of the people that donated to the uh, Kiara Fund a couple of months ago. They're going to be allowed in for the first like month of this. So the first one's going to be on the 29th, and then we're going to do another one right after that, the following Friday on the 5th, on February 5th. And then after that, it's going to be every other Friday. So there'll be, it'll be the 5th and the, the 19th, and I think that'll be it for the month of February. But so all through, fe- all through February, um, those who donated to the Kiara Fund will be uh, uh, sent the link for that as well as sort of a, a thank you for contributing to that. So hopefully that will, um, it's a nice little uh, extra gift there. And maybe there's something else I can I can do for you guys if, if you're not into the whole happy hour scene. I don't know. You can hit me up on Twitter or something like that and we can work something out. But I think this will be kind of a fun way to uh, connect with you guys. And I'm looking forward to doing that in 2021. And yeah, so go become a supporting listener of the show so uh, we can have a have a whiskey together next uh, Friday or two Fridays from now. And um, if you guys can do all that for me, I will be back maybe late next week with a a brand new episode. I have a pre-recorded episode, as I mentioned, for early next week. And until then. 
You guys know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.